Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. Glad to have you. We're in John chapter 1, down in verse 24. Now, if you've been with us in the previous episodes as we've gone through John, uh, what we've learned together is, is life-altering. I mean, it is what sets Christianity apart. Every major world religion, and I don't care which one you go to, any of the aspects of Hinduism, Hindus have about a thousand gods, right? Islam, Confucianism, Buddhism, which are really sort of ethical systems. But the idea there is you have to work to get up to God. God, their God is transcendent, uh, separate and apart. And you have to work hard to get there. Only in Christianity does our God condescend to the earth for our good. Not because he needs it, but because we need it. And he condescended from heaven in the person of Jesus of Nazareth born of the Virgin Mary. And John 1 talks about that very clearly. Talks about how the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So so we've learned that. Now we're at the part where John is baptizing. So we're on, on to um, John the Baptist. Let's pick up in verse 24 at what's going on. Now they had sent from the Pharisees. So the Pharisees sent these people out to check John and see what he was doing, what he was up to, because he had a huge following. Now understand, it has always been true that crowds attract crowds, right? So when you have something great going on, be it in your church or in your business, your favorite restaurant, whatever it is, that's just a principle of life. Crowds attract crowds. I mean, when you're driving down the road in a new area, I don't know if you get to do that much. I, I get to do that quite a bit. And you're in a new area, you're looking for someplace to eat. You're not going to go to a restaurant with no cars. <laughs> that is almost always asking for trouble. You're going to go where people go, right? Crowds attract crowds. Well, it's same in the religious world. I bet there's churches in your community. I bet there's a church in your community right now that a gob of people go to. And the only thing you can explain it by, like the only reason you can see is people go there because, well, people go there. <laughs> now, they probably got great music and great preaching and filled with great people, but, but still, crowds attract crowds. Well, John was attracting a huge crowd. The Pharisees, the religious uh, lawyers and legalists of the day, the people who were charged legit, the people who were charged to protect the nation of Israel um, and Judaism from heresy in their mind. That was their job. So they had sent out spies to check John out. And so now um, some more are coming, and here's what happens. So they asked John, uh, if you're not a prophet, says, then why are you baptizing? If you're neither Christ, nor Elijah, nor prophet. John answered, I baptize you with water. But among you stands one you don't know yet. Even he who comes after me, his straps of his sandals, I am not worthy to untie. Now, John's statement right there, with all the crowds around, with the religious leadership looking on, I mean, he could get so much press for himself. All he had to say is, yeah, I'm a prophet. That's all he had to say. Just a little bitty lie would have elevated him so far in his culture and the mind of the people around him. But guess what does he do? John doesn't do that. He stays humble. He stays aware of his calling. He stays in his lane that God has called him to occupy. And he says, okay, here's what you got to know. I'm not a prophet, right? Nor son of a prophet, nor am I the Christ. Christ means anointed one. I'm not that guy either. But here's what you got to know. He's coming. And he's coming after me. And he, you think I'm great? John says, I'm not even worthy to untie his shoes. How profound is that? John knew his place in ministry. He knew his place in life. He knew his lane. And he stayed in it. And because of that, 
we read about him today as a faithful servant. So let me ask you, do you know your lane? Do you know what God's called you to do? Are you in a local church and a local fellowship? And are you finding yourself getting out of your lane? Are you finding yourself moving beyond where you should be? Moving in a different direction than you should be? Is that you? Let me encourage you. Get back to God's call on your life. Get back to what God has equipped you to do. God has equipped you and called you to do something great in that local body and in that fellowship. Be thrilled with that. Don't make it something more than it is. Don't make it less than it is. It is. It is. It has profound purpose and profound meaning. So occupy that position with a great attitude, with a great spirit, and a great commitment to stay in that lane. Now, when you do that, you are going to be an unbelievable blessing to others, and you're going to have unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray that you will allow all of us the wisdom and the understanding to stay clearly within our calling and our local church so we are a blessing to others and that we honor you and that we advance the gospel. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Blessings on you, love you, and we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.